You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And hello and welcome to the Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. Grant McCauley and Jake Mastriani with you after what was a great day at the ballpark for the Atlanta Braves as they win 3-2. to two. They take three out of four from the first place New York Mets. They gain a game in the standings, and this was one that just felt like an instant classic in what is becoming now, after this series, a little bit more of a rivalry between these two teams. We're going to talk all about it, the performance of Max Fried against Jacob deGrom, the timely hits the Atlanta Braves got, and, of course, get you ready for what continues to be a big homestand for Atlanta with their World Series foe, the Houston Astros, rolling into town over the weekend. We'll get to all of that. Before we do, though, want to remind you to subscribe to Locked On Sports Atlanta here on YouTube. We're over 3,000 subscribers, so the push to 4,000 is on. We hope you will join us there. Make sure you enable those alerts so you get notified every time we drop a new episode of the show. And make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Well, Jake, this was a great outcome for Atlanta, and this was a series in which the Braves showed we are here to compete with this Mets club, and Atlanta was able to take three out of four. They're able to gain a couple of games in the standings, but I think as much or more than anything that those two games may signify is the confidence that this team can match up with that first-place Mets club. Absolutely. Look, the Mets may still very well go on and win this division. I still think it's a going to be a very tough road for the Braves to come back and catch them with the schedule the Mets have. But more important thing in this series for me was to show, hey, the Braves are just as good. We can go toe-to-toe with the Mets. Well, they hadn't shown that previously right. this year. So I thought that was very good just mentally for this Braves team to say, hey, we can beat them if we play our best. I thought the Braves did that for the most part in this series and we're able to come out on top so yeah more than anything whether this leads to the braves coming back and winning the division which i hope it does i think for for the biggest thing is it just gives them the confidence to know hey we can do this we're one of the best teams in the league still well the race did not end a couple of weeks into august i think is one of the big takeaways from this series and while it may be a feeling that you can match up with a club while it may be the words that you say that hey we can match up with these guys you got to go out there and do it as spencer strider said he talked to talk at one point but you got to go out there and walk the walk. And I think the Braves did that in this series. And of course, in this game, it was Max Freed. He doesn't do a lot of talking, but he did an awful lot of walking the walk on this night against Jacob DeGrom. Let's talk about this game number 120 for the Braves. They conclude a four-game series by taking three out of four from the Mets. Uh, first place New York club drops to 76-43, and 43, two runs, six hits, no errors, four men left on base. Braves with 73-47 and 47 now on the year. Three runs, six hits, no errors, three men left aboard. Max Fried picks up the win. He's 11 and four. Jacob DeGrom suffers his first loss since the comeback. He is now two and one. Kinley Jansen able to lock down save number 28. Game lasted two hours, 41 minutes. Crowd of 39,378 were on hand to see it. And unlike so many games that we have talked about with the Braves winning this year, and even the game we talked about that the Braves lost in game three of this series, this was not a game decided by the home run. But if you looked at the marquee and saw the pitching matchup, you knew that home runs and runs and hits in general could be hard to come by. I thought Max Fried was absolutely terrific. We got what we expected out of Jacob deGrom, particularly over the first six innings. He got into, I guess, if you want to call it, a little bit of trouble once in the game. And then in the seventh inning, allowing a two-out hit, that was the end of the day for him at 95 pitches. You knew there were still going to be some limitations there. But seven innings of two-run ball for Max Fried. He really only made one mistake, and Mark Canna capitalized on it. But Jake... 
coming off the concussion IL and dealing with what Max was just a week ago. This is quite the performance against quite the mound opponent against quite the team. Yeah, this was this was a great performance. This is what you want your ace to do. And we talked about it coming into this game. If you're going to take down a Scherzer or a DeGrom, you need to have a starting pitcher, pitcher that can match them in the early game. And that's exactly what Max Free did. And you're right. He made that that one mistake really to Mark Canna. And really a couple of times to Mark Canna. He got him for a, a double earlier yep. in the game as well. He fell behind him in both of those at-bats and then just left some pitches out up over the plate. But for the most part, this was Max Freed. And he's all over the place. He's giving up some weak contact. He made a lot of great plays in the field yeah. as well. Uh, he made just a terrific strike throw to first base to get Nemo by half a step there, maybe even less. So, uh, I mean, he, he really just did it all. He showed you why he is an ace, not just of the Braves, but in all of baseball. I still think he's under-regarded, undervalued in that and that term for some reason, but I, I think he's one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. I think he proved it tonight coming back after that concussion and a game of this magnitude in, in order for the Braves to stay in that NL East race. Again, we talked about it coming in a two game swing here on Thursday night to get that performance, to match up with Jacob deGrom, give your chance a team to win late. It's exactly what you want your ace to do. Yeah, no, that's exactly what they needed. And it doesn't mean because you're an ace that everything's going to be perfect and you're never going to give up hits, never walk, never hang a pitch. He hung a slider to Mark Hanna, And as I said, I felt like that was the only real mistake that he made in the game in terms of in a, in a situation where it could hurt him. But he was able to find an answer and go back out there and begin throwing zeros up on the board again. And the Braves had already gotten a couple of runs off Jake DeGrom. Let's give you his line. Six and two-thirds innings, three hits, three runs were charged to him. All of them earned nine strikeouts. 95 pitches and this matchup between these two I mean you know what you're getting from DeGrom the triple digit fastball the slider the changeup, all of them and especially in concert are about as tough to hit as anybody you're going to find in baseball the Braves though were able to find a way to do it Robbie Grossman sparking another rally for the Braves it came uh, in the third inning Dansby Swanson with a run scoring double then he scores on Austin Riley's run scoring single and would you believe, I mean, I know it hasn't been a long time that Jacob DeGrom's been back, but Austin Riley's the only guy he's faced thus far that has a multi-hit game against him. So that's a good sign when you think about Austin kind of struggling over the last week or so to pick up base hits and knock in some big runs. I would say that was a pretty big one and a pretty good night to do it against a pretty good opponent as well. But let's get into the pivotal seventh inning because that was where this game changed, and it changed on Vaughn Grissom putting the ball in play, getting an infield single, Michael Harris with a single that sneaks through the infield, gets out into center field. Vaughn Grissom said after the game, I had no intention of stopping at third, and I don't think Ron Washington had any intention of stopping me. He comes sliding across home plate with the third and decisive run. And I think if you're looking for an image for a moment, you know, of you know what this Braves club is when everything's going well and on a night where you really needed some big plays from some from everybody really to make this thing happen. This was one of those moments tonight, Vaughn Grissom sliding across the plate with all of that emotion on his face as the Braves went on to win this game 3-2. to two. Yeah, I think this is the best game of the year when you talk about the pitching matchup and just the magnitude of it. And I think that may be the moment of the year so far right there. Obviously, hopefully some bigger moments to come. But you look at an eight-pitch bat by Vaughn Grissom, and you could see some frustration from Jacob deGrom there on those pitches yeah. he was taking and fouling off. And then he's able to put the ball in play there and get on base. And that chase DeGrom from this game, you mentioned it, still some limitations. If this is a postseason game, he probably sticks in there. But uh, but he doesn't. They pull him out. And then Michael Harris, a, a seven-pitch at bat. And he gets to a 3-2 count. So Grissom's on the run, sneaks it just in the perfect spot. There's two plays in this game 
that I think the Mets didn't execute that really cost them in this one is I didn't think Nimmo charged that as aggressively as he should have knowing the aggressiveness of Ron Washington, knowing the speed of Von Grissom. I didn't think he played that ball very well. Second one came in the ninth inning. I don't know what Pete Alonso was thinking, swinging at the first pitch with Francisco Lindor on first. That's an easy stolen base, but thank you very much. Cause I think that really changed that ninth inning, but yeah, going back to the play of Von Grissom and the hit by Michael Harris, that, that's one of the best moments of the season so far. Yeah, it definitely is. If you're looking at the highlight reel to this point, and I know they're not printing them and you know sending them out for the final cut at this point, the Braves are hoping a lot more moments are ahead of them over the final, what, 40 or 42 games of the season and, of course, what they can do in October. But Vaughn Grissom, in a very short amount of time, has found himself in the middle of some very big plays and having some very big moments for himself for the Atlanta Braves so far. He has scored 11 runs now in just nine big league games. So he has really, really been on it. We're going to talk a little bit more about this game. Of course, get you set up for game four as well. Before we do that, though, I want to tell you about Coffee AM, the official sponsor of the Braves postcast. Uh, Coffee AM is an Atlanta-based small batch coffee roaster. Head on over to coffeeam.com slash locked on today to get a look at their full menu. You can get that order in coffees, teas, and gift sets at coffeeam.com slash locked on and use the code locked on to get 15% off your first order. Coffee AM, the best small batch coffee roaster in America. Now, we heard a lot and have talked a lot about what the value of the starting pitching was going to be and how important it was for both teams. The Mets and one of their big strengths this year and one of the things that has made them such a good club and has them where they are in first place has been what they've gotten from their starting pitching. So I did a little bit of numbers crunching for these starting rotations because we know that the Braves faltered in that five-game series at City Field in losing four out of five. But if you look at what the Mets got from their starters in this series, only 17 innings, they allowed 10 earned runs, a 529 ERA for the Mets starting staff. The Braves starting staff, meanwhile, 23 and two-thirds innings, so nearly averaging six innings per start, only eight earned runs, and an ERA right around three. That's the kind of work that you needed. Obviously, Jake Odorizzi kind of took it on the chin in game three of this series, but Jake, you went a little bit further than that, and you looked at the Braves on what I would call at least three of their big four and what they did to the Mets, and those numbers are pretty eye-popping. Yeah, look, we came into the series, you know, wanting to see how the starting pitchers matched up because that's been the question mark so far. And you look at what Spencer Strider, Charlie Morton, and Max Freed did, guys who you assume are going to probably start postseason games for you. In this series, 18 and two-thirds innings, 10 hits, just two walks, three earned runs, and 22 strikeouts. I'd say that's a pretty convincing performance. I tweeted it out. You know, you can't tell me that the Braves starters cannot go toe-to-toe with the Mets starters in a postseason rotation. Freed, Morton, Strider, they're all capable of going out there and matching those pitchers in the early game. Yeah, Kyle Wright as well. But as far as those three guys are concerned, in their 18 and two-thirds innings, ERA of 198. Meanwhile, I know it's, it's just one way to look at it, but Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom were charged with seven earned runs in 13 innings. That's an ERA of 485. And this is the smallest of small sample sizes. But when you looked at everything that this series laid out and how it laid out and everything that was of the importance of the first two games for the Braves, and the you, you know what you're up against, in the final two games with Scherzer and DeGrom, both guys with Cooperstown resumes, and the Braves are able to get some runs off both these guys and win one of those two games to take three out of four. It was a big-time performance for the Atlanta club in order to do that. So uh, with all of that, the Braves find themselves three and a half games back of first place. So the work continues. This did not decide the series between the two clubs this season, and it did not decide the National League East as of yet. The Mets are going to be battling the Phillies. The Braves are going to be battling the Astros, who are going to roll into Truist Park. So some very big stuff is going to be at hand 
for the Atlanta Braves and, of course, for the New York Mets, who will take on another NL East foe after losing their first series to an NL East opponent all year long. So the Braves were able to take three out of four and get themselves in position to hopefully continue to climb, but knowing they've got to get through the Houston Astros to not lose any of the momentum that they have found in this series. If you're out with friends and you have a few drinks and it becomes too many and you decide to drive anyway, that's a situation that you don't want to find out about. You don't want to be asking yourself, what's the worst that could happen? Drive sober or get pulled over. That's brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Let's talk to you about game one of three against the Houston Astros. They roll into Truist Park and they haven't been there since the middle three games of the World Series last year. Braves, of course, winning it out in Houston. Not sure if Jorge Soler's home run has landed yet but I don't guess that really matters in this series. I know Kyle Wright made himself quite a name in that World Series. He is coming back from uh, skipping a start due to some arm fatigue, 14-5. and five. And speaking of comebacks, Lance McCullers is going to be on the mound for the Houston Astros. He's 1-0, and making his second start since coming back here. Jake, a good battle of right-handers here in the first of three. And I would think that this rivalry will probably pick up where it left off, even if the stakes aren't quite as high for both these clubs this time around. Yeah, it doesn't get much easier for the Braves here. And uh, curious to see what Kyle Wright looks like. Obviously, we saw that fastball velocity down a good bit and showed that he had some arm fatigue. So interesting to see what he's, he looks like coming back. And hopefully the Astros will cool off. They scored 21 runs on Thursday. So hopefully they got that out of their system before coming into Truist Park. But should be a good matchup. Obviously, World Series rematch should be a lot of fun. Another great test for the Braves to see how they stack up against one of the best teams in all of baseball. So looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll definitely be, and and we know that there was going to be a a feeling of you know two old rivals that you know, I guess you know knew each other very well from their National League West days, then kind of separated for a while after uh, running into one another in the playoffs quite a few times. The Braves were bouncing the Astros a couple of years, and the Astros bounced the Braves out of the playoffs, and then it was like you got you know frozen in ice and kind of thawed out in 2021. And uh, that World Series matchup, I thought, just as a longtime Braves fan, was. Almost a little bit surreal in some ways, and that's putting aside everything else that Houston had had going on in the years prior to that. But be that as it may, we know exactly who they are, and that is, as you said, one of the best teams in baseball, and they'll be putting Lance McCullers on the mound. His second start since coming back, he tossed six innings of shutout ball against the Oakland Athletics in his return. Kyle Wright, meanwhile, is 14-5, and looking for his 15th win of the season. That's tops in the National League. 3.14, the ERA for Wright. 7.20 p.m. Eastern time is the first pitch at Truist Park in game one of three against the Houston Astros. That'll wrap things up for us here on the Braves postcast. A big night at Truist Park. The Braves beat Jacob deGrom and the Mets 3-2 to two behind Max Fried. A great performance from him, and they take that series. Three out of four from New York. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On Sports Atlanta here on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Once again, the final score in this one, 3-2, to two, is the Braves over the Mets. The Astros are on deck. He's Jake Mastroianni. I'm Grant McCauley, and we will come to you after game one of that series on Friday night. Until then, so long. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. D.C. Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked on Yankees. Locked on Mariners. Locked on Mets. Locked on Angels. And you're listening to Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. 